What's up, everyone? My name is JR, and I want to welcome you to When He Speaks Erotica from a Man's Perspective. First, let me thank everyone for reaching out and supporting and uh, showing love. Greatly appreciate that. Tonight's topic will be the art of seduction. That's right, the art of seduction. So sit back, relax, and let me talk to you. Seduction is defined as the process of enticing a person to engage in sexual behavior. Hmm. Okay. Never knew that. All right. What seduces you? I know some people are seduced by food, you know. Some people are seduced by cleavage. Some people are seduced by um, hair. I know for me, seduction is, is a small item. And when I say small, I mean small. I mean uh, a lipstick, a tube of lipstick, or how a woman's lipstick is applied to her lips. And, you know, with, with imagination. I know for me, imagination runs deep. And I would say for most men, we tend to go deep with it and, and, I, and I'm, I'm gonna say some women do too but I can only speak from a man's perspective so and when I say the lipstick I mean okay I can remember graduating from high school and me and my good friend we went to a club down in my hometown uh Sam Bowles a little hideaway you know I think that was my second time going to a club and we walking through and I see uh, a lady sitting at the bar. And what caught me was her lipstick. It was as if she was pulling me to her without even pulling me. Like the imaginary Wonder Woman lasso. You know, I was walking towards her because the lipstick, I think that was the first time I really noticed lipstick on a woman outside of a family member, you know? And, um, I thought it, it it looked very nice. It, it was it was done just right. Now this woman may have been close to my mother's age or a little bit younger, but I didn't care, you know, because she had my my mind. You know, she tapped into me. So we had a good conversation. I sat there and talked to her for a while, you know, and I noticed other women in the club, but. I was just zoned in on her. You know, it was as if I was in some type of trance or something like that. And and I, and I enjoyed it. You know, I enjoyed the fact that this woman was able to uh, turn my young ass on. You know, but then my friend he came and got me. You know, we had a good time and enjoyed the night. And I ended up talking to someone else. I never did make it back to her, but it's funny how something as small as lipstick held me in her presence so I know uh, I can remember a friend of mine telling me uh, you know he was going through some issues or whatever and it wasn't drastic it wasn't to a point where they were going to break up or anything like that. But he said the relationship had became stale. So he did some research. 
he uh, read a couple of books and um, listened to a couple of uh, you know webinars or whatever you know people online and he learned that if he tries something different other than the norm then he can add that missing spark you know that he needed to make his relationship a good one again not, not saying that was bad but it was on the rocks you know it was they was having issues you know I think they got caught up in the fact with the family kids her mother had moved in and I think his brother went through a bad time and he moved in and then they had a dog so you got all them different elements under one house so when you got, got that going on you really don't make the time for each other meaning the wife and the husband and you start to take stuff for granted and you kind of like you're missing each other you're not really connecting it's hey how you doing that good work call you later love you and then by the time you get home take care of the house it's like you're too tired to be seductive or to be or try to turn someone on so he decided to one day one weekend to make it where everybody was out the house he uh I think the mother and the kids went to another relative's house he gave the mother some money <laughs> he said he borrowed a bottle of her uh, favorite alcohol and gave them um, the dog as well and told his brother that he had to go and stay with his mom or sister or someone else but he couldn't stay there that weekend and he said everybody need to be out the house until 6 p.m. on Sunday so he called his wife and told her to not pick up nothing and just come home so now imagine this ladies you're having a hard day working a nine to five gig you got people calling getting on your nerves you got co-workers sitting around talking about gossip waiting on the twelve hundred dollar stimulus and you got a boss who refused to check his emails because he got his ass on his shoulders to verify the work that you completed that he's asking for and you got to deal with that for eight hours so at five o'clock you get a call to come home straight home don't stop nowhere don't pick up nothing just come home so you pull up and you see a strange well not strange but you see something that's different to you there's your husband with a dishcloth on his shoulder in the kitchen so you think okay well he probably got pizza for the kids you know putting it in the oven you know you're not thinking nothing of it but as you walk through the door there's your husband standing there with a glass of wine pointing to your night clothes that's on the chair asking you to go upstairs and take a bath and he will be up there to help you take your bath so you see food cooking it smells like salmon you see him in there sweating 
which then turned you on. I mean, him cooking a meal has turned you on. You know, got the juices, you know, balling. You got the juices uh, moving throughout you, you know. And he said he was going to help you take a bath. Now, y'all been together, what, 12, 13 years? And outside the occasional quickie in the shower, and maybe him coming in there and doing number two, him giving you a bath is just something that you can't really comprehend because it never happens. So you go upstairs, and as you approach in the top step, you hear your favorite artist, Maxwell. So you're thinking, okay, he done really stepped up and and, and brought it home. He's really making an, an impression. So that makes you like, okay, it's going to be a good night. I'm going to give him some. I'm going to make sure he's happy because he's making sure that I'm happy. But you don't understand that what he's done, he has started seducing you. From the moment you walked in that house, you found out that them kids and your mama wasn't there and the dog. Oh, you ready. It's, it's a different element for you. So he comes upstairs and offers you another glass of wine. But then you notice this glass of wine tastes kind of different. And then he lets you know, hey, baby, you know, I was in there cooking and I ain't gonna lie, I drank a good wine, but we have. <laughs> We had a bottle that boom from from the Super Bowl party a couple of weeks ago. So, you know, and, but you go with it because it's the effort. And it's still, even though it's boom for he's still seducing you. He's still making everything about you. So he sits down on the, on the toilet. I'm, I'm sorry. He sits down on the tub and assists you with taking a bath. He takes a washcloth and from the back of your neck, he starts to wipe away your nine to five grind, letting you know that everything is all right. He gets behind your ears, leans over and kisses you on the temple, whisper that he loves you. He continues to wash you thoroughly. Then he maneuvers to the front of your body, washing up under your neck. You know. Then he moves down towards your chest area. And he kind of lingers a little bit around that chest area. It's, it's something about that chest area that he just really likes. And also, you like that he's in that chest area too. So as he starts to travel down towards your navel, you lean back, close your eyes, and join Maxwell banging through the speakers and anticipate what's next. And just when he's about to go past your navel, your husband grabs your ass, pulls you about the tub, and dry you off because he has created the situation where you have been seduced. You got lost. You let yourself go. 
mission accomplished. That's just the beginning of what's going to be a great night. Just a deucing part. You don't have to go all the way. I mean, it's, it's good that you do. But when you don't go all the way, it adds to the element of what's happening next. So, just understand that if, if your partner put all that effort in, all, in, in order to make you happy, understand that you loved. Everybody don't get that. It takes a lot to come. He he had to been thinking about that for a bit because he had to make sure he got everybody out the house. You know, he had to make sure that he get you something different to wear, not something that you normally wear. He got something that he thought of that you would look nice. And he prepared your favorite meal and made it so you had candles and listened to one of your favorite artists. So that's not love. If that's not commitment, if that's not stepping out on faith and seducing your partner or adding a different flavor to what you have, then to me, I don't get no better than that. You know? You have to understand that there's something special about you. Because he realized there was a situation within the marriage that needed to be addressed. He didn't come to you. He, he took it upon himself as a man to take care of his house and take care of his woman. That's the ultimate seduction. So when I when I heard that, I was like, damn. I I, I, I was I couldn't say nothing. I, I had to acknowledge him and give him his props. And I'm like, bro, that's some old penthouse form shit right there, you know? And it worked because they're happy. They I mean, from what he tells me, everything is better than what it was. All because he came up with a different idea to make his wife feel appreciated. Something as small as seducing her without even saying anything to her, without even taking off his clothes. He went into her mind and showed her without telling her how important she was to him, how much he was willing to make their relationship work. Why is that such a lost art? Why people take people for granted? Why people don't think beyond what they see? Is it because of lack of creativity? Is it because of selfishness? Or is it because you just don't give a damn? I think for, mo for the most part, it's being, it, 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 it's labeled as being comfortable. You get comfortable with a person. You start to think like, okay, I got him. I don't need to do nothing, but trust me. Trust me, you have to do something, you have to work. You have to be willing to put aside who you are. If you don't cook, get your ass in there and cook. 
something so cooking can be a form of seduction to somebody. Watching somebody speak could be a form of seduction. Reading poems, and I know some people might say this is corny or whatever, but hey, trust me. I have tried some stuff and it has worked. I haven't tried what he tried, but I have tried some different things and I've seen some good results. So I can speak on it. Now I'm not gonna say it's gonna be the the game saver, but it helps you be different than what you were yesterday. It helps you move towards having a fulfilling relationship, a fulfilling partnership. You become better friends, you become closer. All because you did something as small as seducing someone. Enticing a person to engage in not just sexual behavior, but any behavior that's going to be good for the relationship. I don't understand. No, I do understand. I, I, I want to apologize. I do understand. Because I was the dude who... I was the dude who was the seducer. I was the one who was doing the seducer. Don't get me wrong, I got seduced. But a lot of times I didn't recognize it. Well, a lot of times I kind of like kicked it to the left, meaning that because I had something I wanted to do or somewhere I wanted to go or even be with somebody else, I didn't see or I didn't want to see or I just kind of like had tunnel vision to what it was that I wanted to do and what I wanted, not giving my mate the opportunities to seduce me the way they wanted to which on the flip side also made them not ever want to seduce me again there were many times when I would like just kind of like ignore it and then I got ignored and I would be like I, I would try to approach the person but before I approach anybody I try to think about what did you do wrong in order for you to get here and a lot of times I had to realize that why we at this point was because of me so I couldn't go and say, well, why you ain't seducing me, baby? Well, when I try to seduce your ass, you're trying to go to the club. Or you're trying to go with your boys. So you're not, you're not mature enough to see or to understand. You got somebody who will seduce you. But you got to sit your ass down still. You got to sit your ass still in order to be seduced. So... I think a lot of my experiences and a lot of my conversations that I have stems from who I was compared to who I am now. And talking to other people, they pretty much are in the same boat, both men and women. You know, there's a lot of women who be, who has said who has who have told me that had they done things a little bit different, then they'd probably still be married. But because they listened to their friends or they gave up or they just didn't give a damn, then, you know, they're having a lot of lonely holidays or a lot of lonely nights. 
And um, it happens all because of something that you didn't take full advantage of, something so small as looking at your partner and thinking, I'm going to seduce their ass tonight. I'm going to make them love me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, seduction is a big... There's a lot of ingredients that goes into a relationship. Seduction is, plays a big part. Some people may think it's small, but it, it's huge, trust me. Because if you're going to say you're going to be with someone for X amount of years, for the rest of your life, you can't just continue to sit there and look like the same old ham and cheese. Bad analysis, but analogy, but I'm gonna use it. You can't sit there and look like the same old ham and cheese. You gotta put a little egg on it, put some jalapenos, put some mayonnaise, shit, put some damn mustard on it. You gotta do something to add to what you already have. It can't be the same old thing and say you're gonna be happy because you, if you're together 30, what, 10, 20, 30 years, you gotta do something. You gotta give me something, baby. You know, put some jalapenos on that man, on that ham sandwich. You know what I mean? Please, put some lettuce, some, some tomatoes, some oregano, put something to add some spice to this relationship. Add some spice to this sandwich. Cause I'm tired of eating this damn pork like this. <laughs> so, but yeah, you gotta, you gotta be creative. I know I talk about creative creativity a lot, but trust me, creativity, seduction, um, expanding your thoughts, uh, opening up to your mate. You know, if if you have a situation. Don't sit in the same place. Meaning, don't sit in your house. If, if you go to your partner and you got something you want to talk about, go somewhere like in a car. Go somewhere in a park. Go somewhere neutral. Because when you're sitting in the house and you got a problem, you become the dominant force and that person is not going to look at you as an equal. And they're going to think that you're not looking at them as an equal. They're going to think, okay, she got home court, home court, even though we share this place together. She got home court. Whereas if you take somebody somewhere neutral and speak on what's really going on with you, they're going to be more apt to listen to you. They're going to be more willing to, to hear where you're coming from and probably be more open to changing their behavior right then and there. Anyway, um, I didn't mean to get on that subject that's gonna probably be another conversation for a later date but um yeah seduce your partner man. and I'm not saying that I'm an expert I'm not saying that um what I'm talking about is gonna be the cure to what you need because the views let me use this as, let me say this as a disclaimer the views that are being said or the opinions that's being said by me are the views of my own. So I'm not saying that I'm an expert and I'm telling you what to do. I'm just saying, think outside the box, be creative. You know, I'm giving you life stories or events. 
And if you choose to do that, well, if you choose to use that to try to strengthen your relationship or make it better, then that's cool. If not, then find a way to not just be stagnant. Not to give your woman or your partner or your husband or your girlfriend or your boyfriend that window to create room or to create a lane for somebody to get to. Because if you're on your job, if you're doing what you're supposed to do, they're not going to let nobody tap into it because you're seducing them to the point where they don't need nobody else to seduce them. So, on that note, um, I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank everybody for this love and support, man. This is very therapeutic for me, you know. Like I said, it it helps me see where I was in my life to where I'm at now. And I like where I'm at now. I really do. I did some, some changing. And uh, I think one of the biggest things I wanted to do was to be a little bit more vocal. And using this platform has helped me accomplish that goal. And... Uh, like I said, I look forward to doing this. It's very interesting that I can talk about certain, or talk about relationships and shacking and friendships and dating and sex in my fifties and feel comfortable. So, um, like I said, if you have any um, thing you want to talk about, any critiques, um, any relationship tips or any uh thing that you know that might be vital to what i'm doing i'm all ears um as long as you come in a respectful manner and you understand that what i'm trying to do and you know um you support it then that's cool um still trying to get some other things done i don't know what's up this website thing man it's just it's a simple process, but I'm so, I'm so wishy-washy. I keep changing my mind about how I want to set it up and what I want to do with, I want to blog and all that. So it's, it's like a lot that I'm trying to, because once I do it, when I do it, I want to make sure it's done correct. I don't want to have to go back and change anything. So I can figure it together. Um, also, I want to say if, you want to reach out, you can reach out to when he speaks erotica at gmail.com. And if you want to continue to support and make a donation, you can at as excuse me, dollar sign Asbury Robinson at my cash app. And that's Asbury A S B E R R Y, not A S S B E R R Y. Do you know how many times? I've heard Asbury. I'm like, come on. You know, couple of co-workers, couple of friends. So, dollar sign, Asbury, A-S-B-E-R-R-Y, Robinson. R-O-B-I-N-S-O. So, please continue to be safe. Watch your surroundings. Ladies, when you're out, stay off them cell phones until you get home. Last year, some people got some had some nice Christmases, nice holidays. This year is a little bit different. What's going on? So people are out to get you. I'm I'm, I'm not trying to speak that into existence. I'm just saying, just watch yourself because people don't care. 
You know, there's going to be some kids who are not going to have a Christmas. There's going to be some parents out there who are going to do whatever they can in order to make things happen. So just be careful. Look at your your reflections in your cars. Look at your mirrors. Look at, watch your surroundings. Before you go to your car, just look at what's going on in the parking lots. And just don't let nobody run up on you. Please continue to do the social distancing thing. Wash your hands. Take care of yourself. Eat right. Drink plenty of water. And just continue to love one another. Continue to try to maintain happiness in your relationships. And take care. And if you want to reach out, please do. And on that, peace.